Well, I'm Philly Collins. And I'm Marino Tanaglia. And we are the Philly and Marino Experience, and you're listening to Wrestling Cheers. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, even when it's 419 and you got a minute. This is Wrestling Cheers, where we like to talk about things going on in the Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews. This is a preview episode for AIW's Ain't Nothing But a Gangsta Party. We'll get to more on that in a second. We are brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and NEO Sports Insiders. Please Go on to wherever you're listening to this fine podcast and rate, review, and subscribe to us. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, and Spotify. Also, Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. If you want to get a hold of us, run all your social media. Well, the, the major three, I should say. Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers, and email if you so choose a desire, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com. No, we are not on MySpace. We're not on LinkedIn. We're not on whatever random social media that I can't think. We're not on Google+. Plus. I mean, technically, we're cut. Anyway, I'm just digressing. Anyway, head on over to whatamaneuver.net and pick up a Wrestling Cheers t-shirt, hoodie, tank top, whatever it is. I mean, granted, it is getting hotter out, so you might want a just regular t-shirt or a tank top. It is, it is available there. And I keep saying it, but eventually we will have new shirts available. Haven't really got around to doing that. And just throwing it out here at the beginning of the show, over the next month, month and a half, like I've mentioned, it's been a couple weeks since I've talked about it, so I'll mention it now again, that we are doing a special Chandler Biggins uh, tribute episode. I don't want to say memorial. You know, it's a tribute episode to him and whatever all the fans think about it. If you didn't hear it a couple weeks ago, just basically we're going to get MP3s and audio recordings from fans and wrestlers. And depending on how many people we get, it could possibly be one or two episodes. If you're not going to be at one of these shows, because it's definitely going to do it at this show and at JLIT, um, just email us, wrestlingchairs at gmail.com. Everybody has a f- nice fancy phone nowadays, and you can record audio yourself straight through a, a voice, some sort of voice recorder, and you can take that and email to us. The only thing I do ask, if you do send it, Please, on the audio recording, say your name, and because I figured mostly it'd be fans that have sent say that you're a fan. Because in my head, I have it as kind of a documentary style, where it's going to be, I'm just playing clip after clip after clip after clip. So, to, and kind of like a way to introduce yourself would be like, okay, for me, I'd say, you know, Heavy Set or Justin Summers fan, and I would talk. So then when I'm done, it'd be the next person, and they'll say their name what they do, what they are, and they'll talk. So just kind of a preview inside my head of what I want with this episode. And we are going to be working on it over the next, you know, I said month and a half. 
like I said, this show and JLit Weekend. We're going to get as many as we can from fans and from wrestlers. So something to look forward to. And email us, wrestlingcheers.gmail.com if you want to send an MP3 to us. Even Send it any type of file format, it can, whatever. Just If you get it to us, odds are I can convert it and get it on the show. But anyway, uh, let's get into this particular episode. I am your host. Again, I am Heavy Set or Justin, whatever. And we will be talking about AIW once again. AIW ain't nothing but a gangster party, and I'm not alone on this episode. I have a, a man returning. It's It's been a little while, and he's he's really excited for the show. We have young Ed, uh, formerly of Pod Van Dam. Well, currently still. It's still a thing. It's just less frequent. Well, it's like sometimes <laughs> you're you kind of, well, yeah, you did talk about it. It'd just be like wrestling-related stuff now. But yeah. I don't know, like... No, I get why uh, why people would think it's not around anymore. <laughs> I get why it's I get it, but it is. Uh, <laughs> we just it's very infrequent. I ain't gonna lie. We're we're focusing on another thing right now that's not wrestling related. Which I mean, I guess I'll plug at the end. But uh, but yeah, just like Ethan Page, I'm back. I'm back. Is that the reason why you wanted to come on this episode? That's exactly the reason I wanted to come on this episode. It makes total sense. I'm so happy Ethan Page is back. We have a lot of names back on this show, and let's go over this card really quick just to go over the matches. And this is what has been announced, or what has been expressed to us that has uh, been announced. We have PCO versus Eddie Kingston. That's another one that you probably can't wait to talk about. Woo. All Ego Ethan Page makes his return versus Matthew Justice. Josh Prohibition into Two Infinity and Beyond with two more mystery tag team partners versus No Consequences. MJF, Maxwell Jacob Friedman versus Lewis Linden. Eddie Only versus PB Smooth. And the last match we have is Space Monkey versus Danhausen versus Facade. And also, this event, first off, all matches will be fought under Compton rules, aka no rules, street fight rules. So that's something to look forward to. There will be people bringing weapons, almost guaranteed. It's guaranteed. It's not an almost. It's guaranteed. Yeah, Caden's bringing stuff. Caden, Russell, a bunch of other people. It's mental illness at this point, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know why people bring so much shit. I don't. But then again, like I thought of weapons that I would do, and I I said I would go one step farther because I, I was around when Caden was making uh, a weapon. He was like taking tape, putting it on a bat, putting um, putting tax on the tape. I was like, okay, and I'm like, why don't you put tape one like one layer on top of all that, push it through, so you have like it sticking out, which basically would mean you would hit somebody and the tax wouldn't go flying. It'd stay yeah. there. I've had that idea, and I've had some sort of idea where you take a weapon, I don't know exactly what, and you'd put salt on the inside. Oh, so when it when it busts open, salt. You've been. I have. You've been assaulted. I have an idea for which, a weapon, which would be so fucked up. Uh, I want to bring a big fluffy teddy bear with uh, a giant card attached to it that says, Dear Eric Ryan, you are loved and you don't have to do these things to yourself. We should have thought about that uh, right after Valentine's Day when Walmart is selling their gigantic stuffed animals on clearance. I thought about it uh, last year when I watched Eric Ryan get a Kenzon punched in his head. I thought, oh, Eric Ryan, you're loved, and you don't have to do this. Um, <laughs> why do you do this to yourself? People love you. S- stop it. I was thinking this. 
let's 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 get into a match. I, I would have saved this one for last, but I think this was a good transition. Um, we have Nick Gage and Hot Sauce Tracy. Actually, I did look over this match. I was saving it for last. Head in the middle. Uh, Nick Gage versus Hot Sauce Tracy Williams in a dream partner tag team match. I was looking at this card, and as you were saying that, Eric Ryan is not on this card. Correct. Eric Ryan could definitely be in a match that's unannounced. AAW has been enjoying doing that lately, which there's two sides of my train of thought. There's the podcaster side of me that goes, I hate it when you do this because that fucks up like some of my thinking for matches or maybe it, I, I want to be as pump. I want to be more pumped for a match, but you're not announcing it and I don't even know what's going to happen. But then again, there's the spectator. I love surprises. That's one thing I yeah. love about AIW. This this match in general, mystery tag team partner. If Eric Ryan is not in a other match, he's not in some other tag team match. That's unannounced, very possible. Nick Gage and Eric Ryan make a fucking brutal tag team. Well, I'd rather have them on the same team than against each other, just for their safety and everyone's <laughs> safety around them. Oh my god! If we... I mean, I have other thoughts on that mystery tag partner, but Eric Ryan—that's good guess. Who do you? Got? I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, the old school indie wrestling nerd in me thinks uh, that – well, wants it to be. I want it to be somebody like old school CZW, like Nate Hatred or Zandig. Hmm. I'm not too familiar with CZW in general. Yeah. So I don't – I know Zandig by the name. I don't know that much about him. You know Zandig by the meme, the Jesus meme. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah, that's why I want somebody old school Easter CZW. That's who I would pick because it's not dream opponent, which is usually uh, at this show. Isn't it like a usually a six man tag or it's dream opponent or they like they the opponents that uh, absolution pick the other people's opponents, right? Uh, depends. We, were, we we just talked about on the last regular episode and we were thinking that for Jaylet. OK, we'll see that day two. OK, but, but, uh, but yeah, Tracy Williams partner is going to be Tyson Dukes. Let's come on. You mentioned CZW, and there, there's a name that popped in my head, because actually, okay. you mentioned Zandig. One, another reason why I know Zandig, because of Joey Janela. Oh. Nick Gage and Joey Janela. The uh, male singles tag team, or male singles wrestlers champions as uh, tag team. As complicated as that is, I was trying to say. But yeah, the absolute and intense champions together. Joey Janela and Nick Gage as a tag team would be a real game changer. It would. Some would spring for a break in action. <laughs> Two. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for Tracy. Tyson Dukes. But I don't know. Okay, I got it. what if he tries to get across the border with the uh with the blow theory, like the Johnny Depp tries in the movie Blow. Like it, it's just an imaginary line. What if he pulls that on him and it works? Like he just goes to the Canadian border and is like, guys, this is just an imaginary line. It's not actually real. Just let me cross it so I can go wrestle. And they're just like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. This isn't real. What am I doing with my life? I thought of another name. Okay. It's actually a perfect tag team partner for Hot Sauce. Is it Tracy Smothers? No. Dominic Greeny. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does does anybody have a status on uh, Filthy Tom Lawler? He wrestled at Defy. Mm, I can see Filthy Tom Lawler on either side. Maybe Filthy Tom Lawler and Nick Gage would be pretty fucking. I'll imagine that. Filthy Tom Lawler and Nick Gage versus Hot Sauce Tracy Williams and Dominic Grady. Yeah, I'm into it. That's a fucking brutal match. I mean, normally in these mystery partner spots, I, 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 pick, a, I pick a person every time. The same person. The but man. there's another mystery tag coming up. I think he might be better off in that. Fruth and winners. 
<laughs> Who? Ben Fruth and Corey Winters. Who are they? They were wrestlers back in like 2010, 2011. I, I, started, okay. I started watching in 2011. And I know they did a couple spots with AIW. And they did a bunch of spots with Prime Wrestling PWO. Okay. They're my... Uh, I want to call my joke tag team or my anytime there's like mystery partners or who who's, you think is going to win, I throw them in. Like, who do you, who do you think is going to win the J-Lit? Fruit and Winners. Now, actually, with the Chandler Biggins tag team moral tournament, who do you think is going to win? Fruit and Winners. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Moy Boy right now is getting a kick out of this conversation. His name's Fruit? Fruit. Ben Fruit. F R U I T H. Anybody make fruit jokes at him? Oh, yeah. His uh, finishing maneuver was the Fruit roll up. <laughs> is that a roll up? Yeah, for a throw up. up. I hate this. Yeah. I hate everything about that. You could probably find stuff from them. I would uh, never want to. On the old PWO archives. It sounds terrible. For a throw up. And then someone asked, because uh, I think it was Magnum CK posted a picture of his signature on the back of the AIW's entrance. Well, I guess that's a, a thing that they do where wrestlers who appear on the show get to sign it. And it has been going on for a long time because in his picture, there's a signature of Corey Winters. And I was like, oh my God, like Corey Winters? And Traxler made a joke. He's like, does Winters have heat with Summers? And I was like, oh no, no, no. It's just this. And then I thought about, oh my God, he made a fucking joke. It's. <laughs> I get it. Hell yeah. Winters, Summers. I, I never thought about that even when I was watching him wrestle. Well, basically, when they were in PWO, at least, they were like jobbers. I just hate that I live in a world where the fruit throw-up is a thing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, how does that, like, I get how you think of it, but then how does that go through multiple channels to where it actually happens? I mean, it's just local <laughs> shit. It's not like, it's like, come on. I don't know, like, <laughs> fruit throw-up, like, that's your... Yeah, that was a finisher. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> You hate it, but you love it at the same time. It's the it is the best worst thing I think I've heard of in indie wrestling. That's awful. So, yeah. So it'll be Nick Gage and Ben Fruth versus Hot Sauce Tracy Williams and Corey Winters. Yep, that's it. Come and back, come back to the century. Gonna do a Fruth roll up into some tacks. <laughs> that's a, that's a tacky joke. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> let's move on. To the, the the two main event matches of Ed's Bind. And we'll, we'll start with this one, the one that I'm pretty excited for. Like, I mean, this show has, you know, the special guest of Charles Wright, a.k.a. Papa Shango, a.k.a. Godfather, a.k.a. Kama, was it Kama Mustafa? Yes. Supreme it was also machine. Kama, the Supreme Fighting Machine. Yeah. As much as, like, that's going to be kind of cool, we have PCO versus Eddie Kingston. And we were talking about before the recording, I'm looking forward to this, and I think I've mentioned it, that when I was at WrestleMania last year, I met the Mountie. And to meet both Quebecers, I think would be oddly cool. Like, maybe if you told me when I was a kid, like, yeah, we get to meet the Quebecers one day. And I'd go, why do I want to meet the Quebecers? But now I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. PCO, and especially, okay, I, I'll openly admit, I didn't get to watch any of the uh WrestleMania shows that were going on. Like, I only watched WrestleMania and that's it. I didn't even get to watch all of NXT. And I've heard Gargano and Ciampa was fucking amazing. But You haven't seen that either? I haven't seen that either. I went I went to the movies instead and I watched Blockers. What? 
Why? Because I like going to the movies, and that was uh, movie night. <laughs> Is there nothing else out? Uh, that week that was the that came out, and a Quiet Place came out. I wanted to see Blockers more than Quiet Place. Heard a lot of good things about Quiet Place, and I'll go see that huh. soon. This week it's the big two movies. Um, uh, ain't what the fucking Amy Schumer movie is gonna bomb, but uh, Super Troopers two. Oh, okay, yeah. I could get behind that. That's gonna be awesome. So now there's two movies this year I want to see. What was the other one? Teen Titans Go the movie. Everybody's bitching about that though. Yeah, they're all wrong. That show's hilarious. Like, I think the problem is like I'm I've never been a Teen Titans fan, but I've seen enough of the cartoon and whatnot. I think everybody's pissed like the characters aren't like the colors that they're supposed to be. Okay. Like how like it seems like I mean, I don't know how to way to describe it. Like they're just doing their hair. Like like whatever the green one is. Oh oh no! You're talking about the Teen Titans show that DC's making. Oh yeah, that's Teen what's Titans Go the movie is the children's television show on Cartoon Network. Oh, <laughs> but, but like an hour and a half long. Okay, yeah, that one's probably gonna do a lot better <laughs> reception wise because people are really pissed about that live action movie. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I saw Twitter. Twitter gets outraged. But then again, thinking about how a lot of these movies work. Especially if it's supposed to take place in the same universe as DC, all these movies that they're doing. Yeah, you're not going to have all these weird uh, species and everything. They're going to do it just hair. Like, look at, well, I don't know. Look at Suicide Squad. I don't know. I don't ever want to look at Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's it's okay. Soundtrack was fun. I enjoyed that. How did we get on this subject? Because <laughs> this is what we do. Have you what, not what, what did we start talking about? Ha, like, Have you not listened to your own podcast? No, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for Jesse it's, Ventura to make an appearance. Um, Jesse, <laughs> he's running from Vince Russo. Vince Russo has a gun. Um, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, we're talking about PCO. Yeah, that's how. Okay, so like PCO's on this show. Oh, we were talking uh, about Russell Papa Sean goes on this show. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett was here last month. So John Thorne's been watching a lot of New Generation lately. It seems right. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Can we get the Anvil? You think? I would love to meet my future father-in-law. <laughs> though i'd be kind of pissed because I, I don't know i would say because i met him at wrestlecon but mm-hmm. I, I don't think i paid that much to meet him he was more of like the, the cheaper like 20 bucks what, what other name i mean uh i want ahmed johnson ugh. i want it, 1996 ahmed johnson oh no i don't want him to wrestle i just want him to come in and you know say stuff into a microphone that i can't understand sign some autographs maybe like do you think he could do a pearl river plunge the only way I want to see Ahmed Johnson come to AIW is if we have a race between him and the headhunters going from the basement to upstairs. Oh, yeah. With a barbed wire bat in the middle <laughs> of the ring. With an AIW contract and title shot contract in the middle of the ring. <laughs> Who else the- can they bring in that's like new generation, like real random new generation people? Savio Vega? Oh, yeah. Only way I want to see that is if we can bring back Davey Vega. As his son. <laughs> well, I'd love to see besties in the world come to come back to AIW, I should say. Granted, they weren't that in before. There were sex bombs, but still like, have them make an appearance. I've been waiting on that return forever. Are the are the Beverly brothers still alive? They were supposed to be from Ohio. I'm going to look this up. I mean, gimmick-wise, they were supposedly from Ohio. I don't think they actually were. Um, the Beverly Brothers were the ones with that finish where they, like, like a 3D, except they spiked your head in the ground, right? Something like that. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Huh. Both still alive. We've already had Bob Holly. 
He's remembered more for Attitude Era, but come on, Sparky Plug. Bring in uh, Brian Lee as fake Undertaker. I don't know why I'm, you know, pitching up all these awesome ideas before Boogeyman's ever been here. I think we need to focus on getting Boogeyman. Then we're going to have Gangrel at Jaylet. You know who'd be a great opponent for Gangrel? Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. It's kind of a dream match, (laughs) if you think about it. Are we? You think we're going to get Gangrel versus Kevin Thorne? Uh, I didn't until now. (laughs) Just now when you said it. I think that's yes. Yeah. I mean, I just watched a video that said that supposedly, which I, I don't know if it's true or false, that when they brought in Kevin Thorne as, well, brought him in as that character, originally he was supposed to be with Gangrel. Yeah, so, and there's going to be a like, there's going to be another vampire with him and uh Vince McMahon really wanted it to be Sabu. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. I would say you think we'll get Sabu, but I don't know. I don't know if Sabu's a draw. You know who would be a big a big draw? Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. <laughs> Is that your favorite wrestler of all time? Uh he's top for sure. It's like McFoley, CM Punk and the Boogeyman. And then like number 4 is probably Great Kali. I've met two of them. Have you met the Great Kali? No. Okay. You met the Boogeyman? No. All right. Not the other two. You met CM Punk? Was he nice to you? Yeah, because I paid for it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Comic-Con. I would say I have the picture of him right beside me, but it's covered with a Comic-Con photo of me, Matt Smith, and Karen Gillian from Doctor Who. Because I had one frame, and I was like, yeah, fuck punk. So, uh, what we, we going back to what we were talking about earlier, because I said I didn't get to watch any of the WrestleMania weekend stuff. And I've been told... The Joey Janelle spring break match, PCO versus Walter, was fucking nuts. It's all match I've of the year. About. Yeah. I've heard that they just pretty much beat the piss out of each other. I mean, I've seen the picture. I've seen the picture of PCO's chest. Fucking brutal and disgusting and crazy and insane. That's Eric Ryan shit right there. Yeah, I, I, was, I was tweeting a lot that night uh, when I was watching it. Just I think just to keep myself awake. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I said was, you guys, we seriously need to give him a lot of money. Like... <laughs> Look what happened to that man. Please, guys, let's give him a lot of money Friday. The thing is, too, he's not going to be set up with the uh, special gimmick table. That's going to be Godfather or Pop Shango or Kama. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Or the Good Father. <laughs> or uh, Fake Kane. <laughs> There's no proof that he wasn't. I mean, that was like, wasn't that Luke Gallows? They, that's what they say, but if, if someone can be, say that the Earth is flat because you can't prove it isn't, then Charles Wright was fake Kane because you can't prove that he wasn't. Does By relation to the wrestler, is fake Kane also a fake, fake diesel? Uh, yeah, that's how the transitive property works. That's just algebra. Yeah. That's, that's exactly correct. It, it, is the fake, fake Kane also brothers with fake undertaker or no if it's fake undertaker or fake kane brothers with fake undertaker well it's half brothers yeah well because paul bearer is kane's dad so he's also well they're called kane's fake dad well they call the brothers of destruction not the half brothers of destruction half brothers of destruction didn't look as good on (laughs) t-shirts is there a brothers of destruction t-shirt uh i don't know i I know there's a kane shirt out there that i really want the i want an undertaker shirt really bad but i want the one uh, all I want on it is the picture of uh, Undertaker pinning John Cena, right? And then beside it is the picture of John Cena's little boner that he's got while he's getting pinned. Yeah, I see that. You, you want the- I want that very badly. I don't think that's a boner. I think it's just. I know it's not a boner. I think everyone knows it's not a boner, but it's just so funny. Like, <laughs> I think we all know it's just the zipper, the jeans. But 
I think we all wanted to be a boner so bad. <laughs> and what's that say about us, right? I don't know. It's <laughs> PCO Eddie Cakes to know gonna beat the beat the piss out of each other. Oh yeah, man! It, it's I hope. Oh man, like I hope it's as brutal. You know, I hope because Eddie's gonna. Whew, this is gonna be this is gonna be nuts, and it's uh, Compton rules. This is gonna be crazy. PCO is a crazy person. I'm I I can't like. This has got to be like one of the greatest comeback runs ever, right? It has to be, and of the of his tenure too, because I mean, when's the last time he wrestled as notably as he is right what? now? Yeah, ninety five, nineteen ninety five, when he was stealing Bret Hart's jacket. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. How long ago was that? That's like, oh, I'm so bad at math. Twenty three years ago. <sighs> it's and he's oh my god. This is incredible. Like now that I'm thinking about it, this is incredible. Has this ever happened before? Like, has anybody ever came back from like a 23 year hiatus and been like better than they ever were and like possibly more popular? I don't know. This is nuts. I'm pulling up his Wikipedia. God, he debuted in 1987. <sighs> I mean, he's been, according to this, he's been wrestling like steadily since. Since he originally debuted. I mean, there, I should say there's a section for everything. Um, early career is 1987 to 1993. WWF is 
autograph and picture is going to cost for Godfather, but PCO is free, then I'll definitely pay for the autograph. I'm just going to go hand him $10. <laughs> Be like, here you go, sir. I think you earned this, mister. And then we have the match that Ed is waiting for. Matthew Justice versus the return of all ego, Ethan Page. Something that we hinted at on the last AIW episode, and you got really excited because you didn't. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. I asked him back in January. I was like, <laughs> baby's coming in February. You're going to Japan. Like, when are you coming back? He's like, April. I'm like, oh, okay, good. See you then. Did you uh, listen to his podcast this week? Yeah. yeah we, Where we, he we, about we, booking the clusterfuck? That, and we have to remember, and this is a reminder to everybody who listens to this, who goes to AIW, we need to start a cartwheel chant or do a cartwheel chant. Yeah, you got to remind him. Because he said he would, but obviously, Ethan Page is a very busy man, and he forgets. That or all week, or this will be posted on Thursday, all today and tomorrow, go on Twitter and just type in, don't forget to do a cartwheel, Ethan Page. Don't tag him. He vanity, He'll find it. He vanity searches himself, and I think if enough people do it, that, that will be another reminder. But the bigger reminder is going to be when he's in the ring to start the do a cartwheel chant. Or you could... Remind him at the merch table as you're buying a t-shirt. Ooh, I wonder if he's going to have the Chandler Park. I hope picture. so. I want that shirt. If he has a shirt, maybe, but I, I know he was doing 8x10s, I thought. I just saw the shirt on his uh, Pro Wrestling Tees site. I want a Bitter Boys Club shirt, but I also have a Meaning of Mature shirt. And yeah. Oh. That's yeah, sad. I, I loved that show because it was just three dudes. Who were friends, who had great chemistry together, didn't give a fuck what they said, and we're going random shit. But let's face it, if Paige wants to get signed, he can't have any of that shit out there. Yeah, no, not at all. So, was... so they literally deleted every episode and posted one more episode. <laughs> and I was like, damn it. Because crazy, like back in the day, I used to actually save like every podcast I listened to. I used to like put it on an external hard drive. So if I ever wanted to, I could just randomly go back and listen to something. And I, that would be funny because I would have like all this proof of shit that was said. Granted, I would never do anything with it. But sometimes like some of those conversations were just so much fun. Um, is Matt So Matt Justice is going to be fine to wrestle? I think so. Good. Because I saw that uh, clip of him getting his head smashed against that table by Nick Gage. <laughs> and I'm surprised uh, he's functioning. That's That was insane. Just, where was that? Where was that at? Like at what point in the match? Because I didn't make it to last show. I don't remember. You're asking me about something about a month ago. Oh man! But you know what I'm talking about, though. Like yeah, the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think yeah. that match they went everywhere. Okay. And when when matches go everywhere, I'm like motherfucker. Because I don't move. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going out. You're not following them around. Yeah, I'm not following them around. I'm not trying to follow it hardcore. I'm like I'm staying where I'm at. <laughs> and a lot of times too, when they get like farther away, uh, like if they get by. The concession area. Like, people are standing up and in my way, so I can't see shit. But I think that was a merch table, so I think that was behind me. Or maybe to the side. I can't remember. My memory's horrible. I'm old. But yeah, the return. Do you see any of uh, Ethan Page's... No, I'm sure you did it, because you just said you haven't caught up on anything. Like, do you... any of his DDT stuff? No, I don't watch... I've never watched anything DDT. Oh. Uh... I mean, listening to the podcast, I heard about a lot of the stuff. Sounded really interesting. So that... Or I should say, also, too, he posted, like... Some videos of, like, stuff that maybe he did in DDT or other, others did in DDT while he was there for his YouTube it, shit, but that was it. It looked like he had a good stay. Like, I liked it. I liked what I saw. I'm like, I don't but, know. But uh, he's, like, the, you know, he's the best, so it's hard for him not to go somewhere and be really good. 
did you watch his YouTube shit of being in Japan? No, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Because I did. And ever since then, YouTube now thinks I like a lot of Disney videos. <laughs> because he went to, he had like two or three different videos about him. I think it was two, but maybe even three, where he went to Disney, Tokyo. And then Disney, there's like one on the sea or something. I don't remember as much. But fucking, uh, there was, okay, there was like videos about the parks. So all of a sudden I got videos about Disney parks as suggestions. And I kind of watched a couple of them. Now I'm like, great. Now I want to go to fucking Disney. Thanks. Thanks, Ethan. Have you ever been? No, I've never been to any of them. Yeah, me either. I've watched like videos on like tips of what to do, what not to do, how the parks are laid out. I didn't realize they were all so big. I thought, actually, I, I growing up, I thought Disneyland was small and Disney World was huge. Like, I which thought, makes sense. Yeah, like I thought Disneyland was supposed to be kind of like the Cedar Point, and then Disney World was just going to be this cold, just giant mess of shit. And I kind of found out, oh no, it's just all like that. It's even Disneyland is has a lot of shit. I'm like really, fuck. And then everybody I know who's ever gone or whatnot are hearing about like you. You got to save up quite a few grand, like five to seven if you really want to get a good experience out of it like food like food's not cheap shit you have to do everything else in the park's not cheap universal is pretty pricey i know that last year like i want to go to universal but i also just want to go to the old nickelodeon area yeah just to see the shit that they have in that because uh i know supposedly if you sneak in to the the building where the original nick studios was like supposedly everything on the inside is still nickelodeon like i've seen videos on youtube about it what yeah look it up i'm gonna have to because i just know seeing the outside of the building like kind of killed me a little yeah because it's like blue man group now like i don't even think it's in yep. there it's just like it just advertises blue man group. yeah it's just a white and blue building like yeah yeah supposedly ugh. if you find a way to sneak in there and there's like i said there's videos of it it's like they didn't change anything on the inside that's they the just greatest. changed the outside yeah but it's not a building you're supposed to be in i'm gonna make it happen next time though I wish that Nickelodeon was still there, cause like that was my childhood. Like that would that would probably be my version of going to Disney. Like a lot of the Disney stuff is cool, and like the, even now that they're adding a lot of Star Wars and Marvel shit, I'm more Marvel than Star Wars. Oh, but at least a lot of they're doing a lot of Pixar shit too. I was like, all right, cool, awesome. But I grew up watching Double Dare, and you can't do that on television. Wild and crazy kids, and like back up that day when Nickelodeon was a lot of live studio stuff. I mean, granted they had the cartoon stuff, but there was. Anything that was live studio, they showed you the Nickelodeon Studios. And it just made you want to go. And then now to find out it's all gone. Back in the day, like the late 80s, like after Nickelodeon was uh, founded and became big, they they buried a time capsule that was supposed to be open in a certain year. And they've, they've taken the time capsule out, but now it's at one of the Nickelodeon resorts somewhere. What? Yeah. Like, it, like they never opened it, but they just took the capsule itself out, moved it, and like now it's... Like I said, some sort of resort. I don't even know what to say to that. I'm so sad about you. Have you been, the Harry Potter part's cool, though. I have to talk about something positive about Universal to just cover up all that sadness. Harry Potter part's real cool. I'd only go there for butterbeer. Like, I would be like, all right, I want butterbeer. All right, bye. But I'm not, I'm not a Harry Potter person. I, on, I only went there, or I'd only go there, like, to do the sorting hat and then figure out which house I'm in and then go buy ropes for that house, go fit, figure out which wand is mine. Uh, get some butter beer, probably go to Green Gods, the bank, uh, but like nothing too dorky. <laughs> I would be the person, if I wanted to like do my own trolling, 
I would go in dressed up like a doctor from Doctor Who and instead of having my a wand, I'd have a sonic screwdriver and I would just go around like using it on everything. See, my troll move is at anime conventions when I tell people in Link costumes that I like their Zelda cosplay. <laughs> it's like there's this uh, cartoon that I've seen out, uh, just a one panel strip, and it's it's from Link to the Past, and it's Link talking to Deadpool. And uh, Deadpool says, hey, Zelda, and Link says, hey, Spider-Man. <laughs> Deadpool's like, well played. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, uh, but yeah, wrestling. Um, <laughs> Ethan Page and Matt Justice. I don't know. There's not. I like. I don't. I don't have a lot of thoughts about this match other than how great it is. That Ethan Page is back. Very excited. Ben. This is like my like, what like four years? My four year anniversary of coming to AIW shows. My first show was a rap show. Nice. Yeah. So four years ago, that was. I know the sh- like. I have the flyer in my head. Was it the? What's the one that they had the Dr. Dre Chronic? That was the Booker T show, right? No, that was... Shit, I can't remember. Normally, I at least throw up the uh, all all the results so I can at least skim through, but I forgot to do that. After not doing an AIW-related podcast for a couple weeks, I feel like... Well, it was the show. It was the Young Buck show. I don't remember what it's called. Oh, that one was... Oh, that was No Limit Records. That was... uh, Shit, I have to look it up. I remember that show. Because Young Bucks were there, Mickey James were there. Yeah, because Athena, I went, I was really excited about seeing Athena for the first time, and she just got tombstoned by Josh Alexander because there were no rules, and Fata Scott just pinned her. I was really mad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Make him say, uh. That main event was BJ Whitmer, Eddie Kingston, and Josh Alexander with the Duke and Fata Scott. They defeated Dick Justice, Ethan Page, and Ricky Shane Page. And that was like a brawl everywhere, six-man tag. Veda defeated Athena, Candice LeRae, and Mickey James. Yeah, that upset me. That made me extremely happy. But then Veda lost it at Abso. Yeah, back to Athena. It was great. And then Athena dropped it to Heidi. Yeah, and then Heidi defended it like once in a year and a half, right? And then, <laughs> and then Shayna choked her out and took it. I think that's kind of the funny thing now. Shayna talked a lot of shit about how Heidi defended the title. Yeah. Now she gets signed by WWE and she's still champion and she's not defending it. I accidentally heckled her really loud at a girl's night out. I didn't realize I was loud as I was. What'd you say? And she, uh, it was the girl's night out where Shayna choked out Annie Social. Yeah. And uh, at the end, Heidi cut that promo about how she'd defend that belt against anybody except Shayna because Shayna's unprofessional and doesn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, to defend a title, you have to be there. <laughs> she Ouch. yelled shut up at me i was like oh she heard that that didn't that wasn't for you heidi as does for us around us like that was uh gino 18 oh i miss girls night out oh uh, do you remember who she defeated that night heidi uh-huh um not at all that wait was... lufisto no nope lufisto defeated nicole savoy oh yeah that match is killer um veda Veda defeated Alexia Nicole. Okay. Yeah, no, I can't tell you who Heidi wrestled at all. That would be fellow Riot Squad member Crazy Mary Dobson. Oh, you know, right? Like, part of me, when you were saying, like, Riot Squad member, I thought you were going to say Liv Morgan, and I was going to be like, I don't remember this at all. (laughs) No. Oh, and now they're uh, best friends in that group. That's nice. We we haven't seen GNO in over a year now. Ugh. March 
eleventh, three eleven, two thousand seventeen. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame him though. Who are you gonna put on it? MJ Jenkins like, defeated Solo Darling. Karen Q defeated Kira Hogan. Rise, uh, Phoenix of Rise title, I should say. Shotzi Blackheart defeated Angel Dust. Now it's not even Angel Dust. Uh, Zoe Sky and Shotzi isn't even the Phoenix of Rise champion. Faded defeated Lexi Nicole and Penelope Ford. Holly Dead defeated Tasha Steeles. Lufisto defeated Sonya Strong. Faye Jackson defeated Raylan. Britt Baker defeated Rebel with special referee Gail Kim. And Shayna Baszler defeated Allison Kay. Never mind. Bring Girls Night Out back just so you can book Kira Hogan again. That's who you book on it. I don't care who else. <laughs> as long as Kira Hogan's on there. I want to see Jordan Grace. Uh, I don't ever. She seems like a really mean person. Kinda. I want to see her and Lufisto together. And oh, Hannah. Team Pog? Yeah, it would be great. It would be. But what's the point of having a girls' night out if you don't even have a women's champion? That's how they can crown a new one. That is, oh yeah. But, I mean, are they going to get a new belt? I mean, Shayna would probably mail it back. She's nice. She was considerate. She, she shined up the belt. She did take really good care of that belt. Yeah. Like, when she shined it up, it looked pretty fucking new. Like, it was like, oh, that was hiding under there. Okay. You know who needs to have a match at this event? The Boogeyman. Big Twan Tucker and Parker Pierce. Oh, Pickle Pierce, yeah. Big Twan, too. Stay woke. That was a good episode of the AIW podcast. thought you were going to say that was a good episode of us when he was on. Okay. When was he on? The big after-party episode. Oh, I couldn't listen to that. Why? Um, it what my like oh not not that it was bad or anything. Uh, for some reason the iTunes like podcast app, mm-hmm. if I start to download like if it starts to download automatically and like I like pause it because I like oh I gotta get to work and then I go to get on the Wi-Fi at work and re-download it, it won't download and then it uh will tell me that the podcast is temporarily unavailable. Yeah, normally so I'm like I keep meaning to get to it, but like I'm gonna have to get to it on YouTube. Yeah, normally what you oh yeah it's that way. But what you could also do is, I think, delete the audio, like delete the episode, and then re-download it. Normally when I have that problem, like I do that, and also right before that I'll like exit out of the app, like force quit it and go back to it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, Steve. I mean, that was a long-ass episode, but fun <laughs> as fuck. But Are you ever going to do another after-party episode? Only if it's in Akron. I can't do the Cleveland shows. Yeah. Because it's an, at least an hour drive back. Yeah. And like, no, just no. Not to mention, I don't know the. Uh, I've never been to the Fun House, but it sounds like it's going to be loud and a lot of music. At least the place that they went in Akron, if they go back to that one, like they had music playing overhead a little bit, like normal restaurants, but it wasn't that bad. You could faintly hear it at some parts of the episode, but that's pretty much it. All right, let's uh, let's go over these matches one at a time, and let's uh, let's pick some winners. And we are going to start with. Space Monkey versus Danhausen versus Facade. I'm going to go with the other big return of the night. We haven't seen him in longer. And that's Space Monkey. I'm going to go with Danhausen. Uh, the production's on a roll. Speaking of which, uh, before we get into this match, let's, uh, let's go to an encounter between the production and Hornswoggle. <laughs> It was great. Oh, it felt so, so, so good. It felt fantastic. I think it's exactly what we said. On different things. Uh... Hey, can we help you? It's an actor, right? Yeah. Thespians. 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 Thes. Thes. The T H. G H. Don't speak. Not that I judge. But uh, 
don't know if you guys know this, but uh, old Swaggle Boy has little acting chops of his own. Mm -hmm. So, uh, maybe, maybe take notes, huh? So basically, the production beats down Hornswoggle. So my guess is Hornswoggle will not be at this show. So in its place, we have Eddie Only versus PB Smooth. One-on-one -on -one match. Maybe not necessarily a one-on-one -on -one match when you have the production around. I still have you seen... Uh, wait, not to cut you off. I just thought about this, though. Have you seen Swoggle's movie, Leprechaun? Have you seen it? No, but... I did see him in the Muppet movie. Okay. That he has a small cameo in. But I like Muppet movies. I love kid movies. What can I say? I'm a kid. There's really good ones nowadays, too. So it's... Have you seen Coco? No. The last like movie like that I saw was Kubo and the Two Strings. See Coco. Yeah. Depending on how emotional are, you might cry. Oh, yeah? Me and uh, Paige have talked about this. Ethan Page. Yeah, because I think... He hadn't seen it yet, and I kept telling him, like, dude, go see it. Go see it. Go see it. He was, he, it wasn't that he didn't want to. It's just with his schedule and his wife's schedule, they couldn't get it lined up to get a chance to go go, go to the movie. And he did. And, yeah, the, he got the, the reaction I thought he did. Like, I won't ruin it for you. It, it was my favorite movie of last year. Like, the number one movie last year for you was Coco. Yeah. Okay. One, so good. And being a Pixar movie, there's a lot of, like, little Easter eggs and just maybe nods to certain things. And it was very, very interesting. There's a there's a wrestler in the movie, or uh, a wrestler is depicted, I should say, not necessarily a voice or anything. But anyway, who did you pick for? Uh, oh no, we didn't we didn't, we didn't make picks. Uh, I was we gonna, didn't make picks. Yeah, I was gonna say I think even though you know the production will be there, I say PB Smooth. Uh, I, yeah, I'm gonna go with PB Smooth too. Uh, he's very big. And Eddie Only, I don't think, is a is a burly boy, right? No, Eddie Eddie Only's burly. They're all burly. I, I still... PB's very big. He is. When I was at IWC over the weekend with him, I introduced my best friend and his son, who's seven, to PB. They couldn't believe how big he was. And they were, like, like impressed, basically, with how he looked. Terrified. <laughs> Respectful fear. Yeah. So, yeah, I gotta go with PB on this one. MJF versus Lewis Linden. I'm going to say MJF, and he's still one of my favorite members of AIW right now. Oh, I'm going to disagree with every part of that, and I'm going to say Lewis Linden because I don't really enjoy MJF. Dude, I don't get what... You're not the only one I've heard this from. Granted, some of the gripes I've heard about MJF are stupid. Like, someone was like, well, why are they giving him that spot? They can give that to a trainee. And I was like, why... Who would be in that spot? Or people have said, like, that character's been overdone. Okay, yeah, but he does it really well. The thing that I love about him is when he gets a chance to be on a mic, he's really fucking good. I don't like, know, he just doesn't do it for me. I think he's really boring to, like, watch wrestle, which is, like, you know, what his job is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. when, you're, when you're in wrestling, yeah, it's 
your job's to be a wrestler, but your job's to entertain. Yeah, I don't think he does that either, though. I think he does. He's definitely entertaining. Like, did you see him versus Cabana? Yeah, but Cole Cabana. It was them together. and then, Dude, you uh, can put Cole Cabana in there with anybody, though. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out. There's matches that were with Cole has not been as good, but there's people that he's... I mean, I enjoy the comedy style, so... And that's what MJF does. Oh, yeah, he had an opening match versus Dick Justice at the last show, and it was really good. Because MJF, like, he can play the comedy role, but he plays more of the straight man. A straight man heel in the comedy role. Well, that's... I mean, that's good. I just... I don't know. I'm like, but he's only two years in. I'm not saying like he's not going to be. I'm just saying right now he just doesn't. I don't know. He doesn't do it for me. Love him. I mean, he's not Dolph Ziggler. I haven't given up on him totally. Like, I would say, is that the number one wrestler you hate? But I think you hate ones worse. Like uh, Triple H, I hate more. But like Ziggler, I see more often. So it's a stronger hate. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, like I told you when we were like talking beforehand, the record scratch I feel is the most appropriate music for him ever because anytime he comes out, the show just stops dead. <laughs> I kind of want him to be reinvented. Like, I don't know. There's just, I've had enough of this and I don't feel like it's changed enough for me, which I, I hate complaining about because I, I do like Dolph. I've liked Dolph he for should a very just, long time. He should just go away for a couple years like Drew McIntyre did. Just go away. Like, yeah, but didn't you like not like Drew McIntyre either? I don't like Drew McIntyre, but I can get why people would be excited about him. But I love There's Drew no Mac- reason to get excited about Dolph Ziggler going to Raw because he's been around for like a decade and is doing the same thing he's always done. He just came out and cut another Dolph Ziggler promo about how he's such a show stealer and he's the hardest working guy. It's the same thing all the time. And who could possibly care? Just go away for a little bit, man. Just a couple of years. Drew McIntyre's great, though. He's, uh, I don't know. I liked him when he was in WWE the first time. Like, actually, my, my biggest gripe of. Like, towards the end, I really, I could not say towards the end, but towards the end of his singles, when he was, like, the chosen one, like, I loved him. Like, I am one of the few people, which I think I've mentioned this on the show before, like, I own a Drew McIntyre shirt from, two. I think I bought in 2011. What's his shirt say? Uh, it's kind of a, a basic-ish one, like, not the basic, basic. It has, like, a, kind of like, a, it's like a, the Scottish vibe, and on the back, I know it's his chosen one. Okay. If I get a, if I get a picture, I'll, if I get a chance to wear it and send a picture, like, get a picture of it, I'll send it to you. Cool. But yeah, and that actually was my most memorable story with Cole Cabana. I was wearing it at a AW show years ago. It was back at Turner's Hall. Colt looks at me, gives me a weird look, like, Who's, whose shirt's that? <laughs> I was like, in my head, I'm thinking, dude, you go to shows every week. Like, you've had to have seen, like, every wrestling shirt possible. I'm like, Drew McIntyre? Like, is this a trick question? Like, who, who, who else do you think it is? He's like, I've never seen a Drew McIntyre shirt in my life. <laughs> and then when I went to WrestleCon last year, I got to tell him that story while he was, you know, 30 feet away from Cole Cabana. And then that night he came back to fucking WWE. Like, I was at ROH that night. I was like, oh, here's Drew McIntyre. I'm like, I just fucking talked to him earlier today. What the fuck? And he was in a great WrestleCon match last night. Anyway, tangent there. Yeah, and I'm going MJF. You're going Lewis Linden. Yeah, Lewis Linden, for sure. Josh Prohibition and Two Infinity and Beyond with two mystery tag team partners versus No Consequences. I'm not going to say or ask who's going to be the mystery tag team partners. I'm going to go more or less, are we going to be disappointed or are we going to be pleasantly surprised? I think that is up to you and your own expectations. If you go and expecting, that's such a uh, that's such a well, we got, answer. <laughs> it's it's very true though. If you go and expecting, very realistically, 
not expecting much, then it's fine. But if you go and expecting Matt Cross and DJZ, and then we end up getting, I don't know, to infinity beyond, <laughs> just like, but it can't, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, but it's, I hope that it's Boogeyman and Nicholas. <laughs> Boogeyman and Nicholas. That Nicholas kid is set for life. You know that, right? He's, he's, as soon as that happened in my head, I was like, this kid just became a trivia question. Oh, no. What he became is like a really random meet and greet at WrestleCon like 15 years from now. <laughs> With a table right beside the zombie. That's, <laughs> yeah, Nicholas, you can get a Nicholas 8x10 for like $10 and get a picture with him in the belt. He has the same WrestleMania record as the Boogeyman. I wouldn't say the boogeyman. Uh, Michael Cole. Uh-huh. Undefeated. All three of these men are undefeated. It's nuts. But anyway, I should say, is, is this going to be equivalent to To Infinity and Beyond? Cause yeah, know. probably. That was just, like, I hate complaining about it. I, that's what I feel like was lackluster. Maybe, but maybe it was, like, we were all looking way too high. Yeah. Yeah, but now that we all know what to expect this time, then yeah, it'll probably be like that. But it won't be as bad. Like, not as high as expectations. But to, uh... But no consequences are going to win this. Uh, see at the last show, and no consequences did win. Oh, I'll go with the no consequences win too. Ethan Page versus Matthew Justice. Do you have your boy? Yeah, he's going to win with the spinning Dwayne. Because you uh, cradle his balls. It's not. He's just. It's just very good. I I don't think that's a controversial statement to say that Ethan Page is very good. Probably the best in AIW. Would you be interested in a Ethan Page versus MJF feud in AIW? Because I know it's happened elsewhere. I've I've seen him do better with worse, so I think it. I think that'd be fine. I don't know what they would feud about. Uh, MJF wears scarves, and the, I don't get. I think that's mostly. I don't get MJF's deal. I don't get his deal. Do you like Jericho? Uh, I like certain eras of Jericho. Anything more recent, like when he wore scarves? Uh. I liked I liked Fuckface Jericho in New Japan. Fuckface, yeah, yeah. Fuckface Jericho is a fan of List Jericho, but he's not List Jericho. Like I just he wears a scarf. Is that his thing? He just wears that. I just don't get what he is. It's not a very well defined gimmick. MJF or Jericho? MJF. I thought his gimmick was more or less that he was better than you, and we know it. So he's EC three, or he's better than us, and we know, but not rich. It's like it's not about money. It's no, just that he thinks he's better. I think he's. I think he's supposed to be rich too. This isn't very well defined. We should have to think these things. And let's not act like Easy Three was the first person to have that gimmick. No, but we knew what the gimmick was. It's very clear what the gimmick was. Well, it was clear with his name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's MJ like? Malcolm Jacob? Like what? Is he? Is he rich? Like I just need. I need YouTube vignettes. I think you hear this MJF. I need some YouTube vignettes, man. I want to like you. I just don't know what's going on, man. I think it's very hard for uh, independent wrestlers to portray the I'm rich gimmick because, because you have to portray the I'm rich gimmick. Yeah, it was easy for Ted DiBiase because he had a millionaire funding him. Yeah, now billionaire. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Ethan Page. Yeah. Ethan Page, yeah, Ethan Page is going to win. I'll agree. He's earned it. That book in that clusterfuck, that's one of the best matches this year. PCO versus Eddie Kingston. So normally I would be like, PCO's older, so he's going to put the young, younger guy over. But after George Nello's spring break, I, I honestly don't know. Like I I think PCO has to win here. Like People are super into him, and they should keep going with that momentum. Like 
Who won between PCO and Walter? PCO. You know what? I'm going Eddie. All right. I feel like Eddie has not had a win in a while. You have a PCO. At this point, it could be like if he's like, yeah, I'm going to douse my arm in lighter fluid, light on flyer, and hit some lariats. I'd be like, yeah, yeah that's up. That makes sense. This just, he's insane. He's a crazy person. Now I want to try to look this up. When was the last uh, win from Eddie Kingston in AIW? But I'm just trying to find his name first, and that's what's taking me a minute. I'm trying to find it on the website. I seriously cannot remember the last time he had a win. So, like, why give him one now? <laughs> Let's give it to PCO. <laughs> um, this can't be right. I think it might actually be last March. <laughs> he hasn't won in a year? Yeah, that was the last uh, Gauntlet for the Gold 12. Because uh, this year, Gauntlet for the Gold, he went up against Lewis Linden, which I completely skimmed over that match when I looked at it. I was just looking for Eddie Kingston's name. And then he lost to Tracy Williams at Rulers of the World. Lost to Tom Lawler at Absolution. Lost to Tim Donst at Day 2 of Jaylet. Uh, lost to Tracy Williams Day 1 of Jaylet. Last win by Eddie Kingston and AIW was versus Swoggle. Yeah, I'm going to go with PCO. <laughs> God. I'm going to just say he's got to be due. Kurt Hawkins might be due a win, too, but, you know. Eddie Kingston's due. He's put over Tracy Williams, Tom Lawler, Tracy Williams again. I would say Tim Donst, but Donst doesn't, didn't need it. He was his champion. Fine. Eddie Kingston's due. And let's not forget about that match of Eddie Kingston in, uh, I believe it was 2016, versus Severin. Or was, yeah. Yeah, I believe it was 2016. Before, wow. Um, before Gauntlet last year, the last win from Eddie Kingston before that was at Against the World. <laughs> versus, uh... Shigahiriri. Yeah, thank you for pronouncing the first name for me, because I knew, <laughs> I knew the last name, but I'm like, fuck! He was actually on a roll. Uh, defeated, he won a, a, a six-way to begin the year at Don't Feed Us After Midnight. Beat Candice LeRae, also at Don't Feed Us After Midnight. But then he did, he did lose to Jerry for the intense title. Lost to Frankie Flynn... But then came back at Absolution to tag with Frankie Flynn and be B.J. Whitmer and the Duke. God, that seems like forever ago. It does seem like forever ago. All right. Um, against all odds, I'm picking PCO. I'm not PCO. <laughs> Eddie Kingston. And last match we have Nick Gage and a mystery partner versus Hot Sauce Tracy Williams and a mystery partner. And it's the SA Dream partner tag team match. I'm going Nick Fucking Gage and Mystery fucking tag team partner. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Nick Gage too because I'm hoping his tag partner is is Zandig. For all those that li- that are listening out there, since we have this type of match, tweet at us at Wrestling Cheers and let us know who do you think will be the Mystery tag team partners for Nick Gage and Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. Uh, normally I, I go over a lot of the, the show information, but I totally glossed over the fact that this Friday, April 20th, 2018, 7.30 bell time, ain't nothing but a gangster party at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, 1355 West 70th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, featuring The Godfather, slash, Papa Shango, slash, comma, slash, comma, Mustafa, slash, The Goodfather, slash, 
comma, the Supreme Fighting Machine, slash Charles Wright. Any uh, final thoughts or last-minute plugs, Ed? Yeah, uh, Pod Van Dam, we just we did an NXT review where we kind of talked about NXT. Um, we got uh, a new show, Benefits of Podcasting, that has nothing to do with wrestling. I kind of like doing it. It's fun. It's fun not talking about wrestling sometimes. Uh, and that's uh, over on Podomatic. We're getting it on iTunes soon. Uh, that'll be much more frequent than Pod Van Dam. Um, I like the new uh, setup sound, too. Yeah, me too. It sounded really good. This doesn't. I'm back on my mic. Um, <laughs> this won't. No, it's it. Well, because it, it's gonna be my what I hear. It's not as bad. That's good. So yeah, check this out. Uh, follow us at Pod Van Dam and uh, at Benefits Pod. I gotta look that up. We don't have a lot of followers for that one yet, but we also aren't on iTunes yet. I attribute most of it to that. Anything else? Uh, nope. That's 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 pretty much all I got going on. And, of course, you can find myself at HeavySet330 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find this show also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose to desire, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com. On those social media outlets, you can tag us and share wherever you're li- however you're listening to this with the links from Apple Plus. Apple Play. Yeah, Apple Play, Google Podcast, or maybe it's Apple Podcast and Google Play. I fucked that last part up on purpose anyway. <laughs> Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, and Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. We're still looking for subscriptions on our YouTube page. Throw us a subscription, and we will subscribe to you back. And actually, I will give you two for one. If you follow Wrestling Cheers. I will try to follow you back also on my personal one. Just, to, just trying to help the subscription numbers there. I'm not trying to look to get a bunch of ad money. I just want to get the custom URL. I want to be able to say youtube.com slash wrestling cheers. Not here's the link to it because it's gibberish. It's I'm not even going to read it. YouTube.com slash channel slash U-C-R-P-W-S-4-Z-D-H-H-J-L-T-M. G J three underscore M E A E W. Just make an acronym out of it. <laughs> uh, you have fun with that. Cause there's numbers too. <laughs> and there's a, there's a Z in there. Um, there's an underscore. Yeah. So, well, the numbers are no problem because Scott Steiner can, he told us that numbers can spell doom. So we'll figure something out. I mean, granted we were, or like far away away, but I, I just want to get the custom URL. That's all I want. I want to be able to say youtube.com slash wrestling cheers. So please help help us out on that front. Uh, Also, check out all of our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Luchat, Eurovision Showcase, Legends on Siren Radio, Old School at the Movies, and Chill, and the 450 Podcast. Check out all of our podcast friends, such as Chris Clem's Cavscast, Wingcast, a wingman podcast with Steve Guy, Let the Hate Flow Through You with Jeremy Shear and El Hordano Diablo, Pod Van Dam, The Road Home from Wrestling, Thrift Store Jobber, Rebel Life Media, NEO Sports Insiders, and of course the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially if you're the boogeyman. Later. Taking a break from all your worries, sure would help a lot. 
Sometimes you wanna go 